We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome back to Kits and Wagers. We're talking game week 30. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen. We both work at rotowire.com. Chris, welcome in. Good morning. It is 6.40 a.m. where you are. How do you feel for the show? Waiting for this coffee to kick in, quite frankly. These, uh, just given the uh, the quick match week here, we, we've got a pretty busy, I mean, you, you, have a busy week here. You've got a March Madness that you've been clocking away on, and uh, I, I needed to get this done before I hit the road for a little ski trip. So, um, you know, you got to do a little work on the side. I got to do, you know, sometimes it's early in the morning, sometimes it's late at night. So I'm just happy to uh, carve out a little time and, and talk a little uh, soccer this weekend. We've got some big matches. We've got FA Cup. we got EPL. Uh, so yeah, I'm just waiting for this coffee to kick in. So sorry if we uh, start slow and finish fast, but that's the way uh, it works on kids and wagers. That's the way coffee works. Yeah, if you're <laughs> yes. you know if you're a pure better and you're not just like a soul, you're, you're only a soccer fan, don't like anything else. We're doing we're calling it March Madness money, and we got a show like an hour from now. We're talking what today's Thursday. We're talking pretty much every game today, and I'm going to be doing shows Thursday, Friday. Saturday, Sunday, just go to the Road of Wire uh, sports Twitter account and all that stuff will be up there. But Chris, you got the training top on, you're, you're training, you're getting ready to hit the slopes. Uh, so is that, is that also you like your driving, your driving kit too? Can you call it that or uh, just your early morning kit, I guess? This is just, this is just, I'm hopping on kits and wagers and I needed to find something <laughs> to put on it. And it's kind of chilly. I'm like, you know, it's still before seven. I think we got the, the, the thermostat starts to kick in around, around this time. So uh, it's kind of cool at night. So you, you got to wear a quarter zip in the meantime. So otherwise I would have went with a kit, but uh, I saw, was it Gio Reyna? Gio Reyna was back in the line or back in, uh, came off the bench yesterday and uh, assisted Axel Witzel for the game winning goal. Uh, against mines, so thought I whip out this one. It also happens to be quite warm, so that's that's my thought process here. And uh, yeah, it might be it might turn into my driving kit. I'm hoping I don't have to drive, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'm at today. And honestly, 
after this uh, show, well, if I'm not driving it, I'm going to be tuning into Adam's March Madness uh, content, whether I'm reading it or I'm watching it later, because the guy has been an absolute machine the last couple of weeks, and I haven't filled out any brackets yet. I, don't, I know nothing about college basketball, so uh, I'm going to listen to that a little bit and, and see what I can see what I can uh, get from it, and then fill out a couple of brackets. Heck yeah, March Madness money. Yeah, for my kids. So it was it was like 65 degrees here yesterday in Michigan. And, you know, now it's it's dropped back down. But so warm weather, Guatemala, international break coming up. So uh, that's just what I'm supporting. We got the Quetzal as the logo here, uh, the bird the Quetzal here. So so just, uh, you know, I got the warm weather kit on and the winter hat. Uh, that's just that's just Michigan in a box, I guess you could say. I, I do want to know that our good friend John McKechnie was on the show last weekend and uh, he brought me a Rotowire t-shirt. So I, I do have that on here. So always good to, you know, fill the coffers with a, an additional t-shirt. So uh, speaking of John, you're a leader in fantasy sports. Yeah. Speaking of John, the, the special guest last week, he did, I guess he was the only one that got a correct best bet last week. He had the Seattle mm-hmm. Sounders money line, his, uh, his hometown slash, Fake not hometown uh, team yeah. uh, got the win. Very not hometown <laughs> against the Galaxy, but so we got there's four Premier League matches this week, and we're gonna break down a couple of those, and then we may like sprinkle in some some FA Cup chatter. And there's four of those matches. Nothing really caught my eye, but I, I do see something that I want to bring up to you. But before we get there, uh, I guess I, I just want to bring up. So today's Thursday. Do you have a thought on – so I was surprised to see this, just real quick. Everton are actually favored at home against Newcastle today. Do the odds makers know something we don't, or is that like a wrong line? Uh, Everton are plus 135, Newcastle are plus 230. Uh, I feel like that should be closer to even because Everton have been terrible and Newcastle are actually playing well. Yeah, that is – I did not – I didn't even pay attention to those odds because I – didn't uh, think about talking about it today, but yeah, that's that's pretty surprising. Everton, they're what like one game out of the drop zone here, and meanwhile, Newcastle, I believe, in the past six matches, they've been one of the one of the best sides in the in the league here. Mm-hmm. They've what one dropped one out of the past six. They've taken fifteen points, ten goals, only only conceded four goals. So the the back line has really been what's what's taken them. And Arsenal, or excuse me, Everton, you know. Still dealing with you know some reciprocal inju- injuries where uh, we'll see if DCL plays. He's questionable, it looks like. And I, yeah, I don't know why Everton are favored. You know, Frank Lampard by the day is kind of losing. You know, his managerial. Uh, uh, I mean, it's been a couple rides here for him, and, and he hasn't <laughs> seen anything where he, he can show that like, yes, I'm a good manager, and yes, we'll we'll bounce back. So yeah, that, that's pretty wild to me. I I don't I would take Newcastle in this one, but. Everton playing at home, fighting for their life. Who knows? I, but those right. odds should be closer to even, in my opinion. All right, fighting for their life. I mean, that one Newcastle loss was late last week against Chelsea, and yeah. they basically they had to revamp almost their entire midfield because of injuries, and like they still maybe should have gotten a point. I know Eddie Howe is upset with with some of the officiating in that, but they lost one nil uh, with the late. Kai Havertz goal. But if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, got the sports betting page up, roadwire.com, go to soccer, sports betting. I just posted my betting article for the week, game week 30. Got a nice little Harry Kane picture on there so you can see where that's going. But here's the betting page. We got, as you can see, Europa League, 
full-on Europa League. We got that Everton-Newcastle match. And, of course, for the diehards, we got Kerry Taro against Atletico San Luis in Liga MX. That's the late 11 p.m. Eastern match. But we're talking Premier League. So the first game we're going to get to is... As I think about this for a second, we're talking Lester Brentford. (laughs) (laughs) One of our followers, Anang Ade, wanted us to talk about Lester Brentford. So we're going to get into that one. We got Lester at home, plus 115 and plus 240 for the draw. Brentford to win is plus 255. You can get over two and a half goals, minus 115, under two and a half goals, minus 110. So that implied goal total is sitting around the 2.5 there. But uh, the thing here is that Leicester are at Ren today for Europa Conference League, I believe. Uh, yeah, whatever that league is called, UECL. Uh, so they're in France today for that match. So hopefully no major injuries come up. We already know Jamie Vardy's out. But Leicester at home, Brentford away. Can you read either of these teams, I guess? <laughs> I don't, I mean, tough to read both of them, but I think they're both coming off from, let's see, Brentford's coming off two straight wins in the Premier League, as they are uh, kind of fighting for their life here. Leicester, it seems like now that they are firmly in 12th in the, in the Premier League, they're kind of like putting their their uh, their eggs in the uh, Europa Conference League basket because that's their best way to qualify for Europa next season, which makes sense. You know, if you're going to be 12, they, 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 they're sitting on 33 points. So I think 40 is usually the, the number to, to stay in the league. And I don't think there's any concern that they were going to get relegated, but I think we're just going to see Brendan Rodgers continue to put his, his best players in that, in those Europa Conference League games. So I'd be surprised to see them at a full strength team come this matchup with Brentford. So I kind of am intrigued to see what Brentford does here. Um, you know, they have a little bit longer odds, but uh, yeah, just Lester playing on, what is it going to be three days rest and, you know, missing Jamie Vardy coming. Are they playing at home or are they coming back from France? They're in France uh, okay. today. Yeah. They're in France. Yes. Sitting on a two Oh lead. So, you know, we, yeah, we don't even know what that lineup's going to look like. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're gonna. They're definitely gonna have to put a couple of names in here that maybe we're, we're not used to seeing in, in the starting eleven, especially if they play like a really strong side on Thursday. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Brentford come away with a couple points here, or a point, or even three. Here, we Leicester's just been so, so kind of um, hot and cold for us lately, and that's kind of what I, that's what I'm thinking. So Brentford may be taken away with a draw. I was kind of surprised here. Like you said, Leicester's on 33 points. They're only three points ahead of Brentford. That just is uh, mm-hmm. that's just surprising. Uh, I guess, yeah, these things haven't worked out. Leicester has 11 losses, uh, nine wins, six draws, and then you got Brentford, eight, six, and 15. So I guess uh, it, just, it just depends on how much you take away from, from Brentford's wins here. Uh, they beat Norwich, yeah. and then they beat Burnley. And, you know, before that, it was a lot of loss, 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 loss. Yeah. Maybe a draw, maybe a draw, loss, 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 loss. So <laughs> it depends uh, how much you're putting into that. I'd probably just side with the home team. It's kind of hard to to read on, on the lineup right now, but I'd side with the home team here. Uh, I'm still 
Brentford have, you know, they're coming off those two wins and I guess Christian Eriksen, you know, he started those matches. So you got him in the squad now, but uh, I'd, I'd still want to see like what they do against, uh, you know, a half, half real team, I guess you could say. Uh, so I, I probably lean on Leicester. Do you think both teams are going to score? I Leicester have been a little more defensive and Brentford have kind of struggled to score all season. I'd probably say, I probably lean on no. Uh, you'd think there'd be goals, but I kind of think that it's going to be a little more defensive, just given Leicester's travels. Yeah, I was. I didn't really address that in my first comment, but yeah, I'm going to go no on that as well because last four matches Leicester's been involved in, it's been uh, what is it, two nil or one nil? Um, whether they in, in each of those matches, and then then Brentford's past five matches has been you know either a nil 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 draw two one two zero three one and two zero so majority of the matches they're playing both teams have not scored so that's just my thought process there right I think the public move would be to say yes just because like Ivan Tony's been back and he's been scoring and then yeah. you got Leicester's attack like both teams to score is minus one fifty. The no is plus one fifteen, but as I said, I like Leicester has been better defensively. Uh, you know, you got sure you got the like the Arsenal loss, but they've played a little bit more defensive than what we've seen. Like that, they're they're working with this Daniel Amardi and Soyunchi Soyunchu back line, which has actually been better than like whatever Vestergaard or whoever. Uh, so it's actually working for them. So I, I'd kind of lean on that. And then just the fact that I'm still not sold on Brentford's attack. Like, it just seems like Ivan Tony's getting PKs every game or he's getting, you know, this late goal that kind of comes out of nowhere. So that's kind of my thoughts on that one. But next match here, we got Tottenham home against West Ham. Tottenham minus 140 to win. They're coming off the 2-0 win at Brighton on Wednesday. West Ham plus 370 to win. And the draw is plus 300. Over two and a half goals is minus one thirty-five. Under two and a half goals plus one ten. Again, we're talking about a team playing midweek. Except West Ham are home against Sevilla today. Uh, they are down a goal against Sevilla. This is Europa League, so we got that. We also have Jared Bowen is out. He's not playing. Cresswell, Antonio, both those guys left in the Villa match last week. Those guys are doubts. We don't actually know if they're going to play. So. Oh, so again, a lot of questions. They play today with injuries. Uh, what, what are your first thoughts here? This one's not clear. This one is, uh, <laughs> you know, if they're missing Antonio up front, it's going to be tough to uh, tough to take West Ham here. But uh, the other th- thing that we didn't really mention here is Tottenham. Like, Tottenham have to be the, the toughest team to read in the, in the Premier League right now, in my opinion. They win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. Like it's it seems like it's like been a yo-yo for them. They're coming off a pretty big win and last time they did that they lost. So it's like what what do I go with? Um the only thing that really intrigues me here is the uh the double chance for West Ham, who you can get West Ham double chance at plus one twenty, win or draw, you get you come away with some decent odds there, and it's just you know, if they, if they if they you know, say Cresswell is in the lineup and Antonio is in the lineup, I'll feel a lot more confident in that. And, and it's likely that we'll see those odds go, you know, change a little bit, but we can get onto that now. I know there's a little bit of uncertainty, but uh, that's that's the one that I would go for. We don't know what Tottenham side we're going to get, and that's been the way it's 
that's like been the last like what six weeks to two months. So I think I'd go West Ham double chance just because they have decent odds. Technically, if we don't, just going back off the yo-yo here, if we mm-hmm. only include Premier League, they <laughs> technically have back-to-back four nil and five nil wins against Leeds and Everton. Um, so, like, if you're if you're back in Tottenham, there, there's your stat right there. We don't, uh, we don't get to erase the games they played, though. You know, like, <laughs> they, they're they're not forgetting that they lost in between those games. Yeah, uh, to to Middlesbrough, to Port right? Vale. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, not to Port, Port Vale. Vale. No, Middlesbrough. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Someone else played okay. Port Vale. I was just looking at it. Um, yeah. So I wrote about this match earlier, and Tottenham have scored. Okay, this is again. This is this is only league play. I'm throwing out the Middlesbrough match, uh, but in five of their last six matches, they've scored at least two goals, uh, in which Kulishevsky has started for them. So, uh, what the one down match was the the loss at. Burnley, yes, yes, yes. That must be it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, Kulishevsky's in the squad. Uh, like, they're scoring goals. He has, I think, four assists already. Hurricane's back in form. Son is doing his usual thing. Matt Doherty is suddenly, like, Wolves Matt Doherty. Yes. Uh, he came over uh, almost two years ago, probably a year and a half now. Like, he just – yeah. He looked terrible whenever he came on for previous managers. And all of a sudden, this past month, Matt Doherty is like, I'm awesome on the wing now. I'm going to get forward a ton. Uh, so, like, they have things that are working for their favor. Uh, West Ham have been playing a little more defensive. And, like, while I mentioned those injuries, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to get to some of this later, but I don't know how they beat Villa last week. But after Quest, Cresswell and Antonio got injured in that match, I think Yarmolenko uh, maybe getting some of that Ukrainian love. Uh, once mm-hmm. those guys came in, like they they got two goals, they beat Aston Villa. Uh, so I I still don't know how that happened. But off Aston Villa side too, right? Like that's a, that's a good one for them. It was like an even match, and then Antonio yeah. and Cresswell went off, and then West Ham's like, okay, now we're gonna score. <laughs> now we're gonna score because uh, you know the Ukrainian uh, Yarmolenko is in there, and I don't know, maybe that lifted the lifted the squad or something, uh, but. So that's one of the worries. I do like Tottenham to win this one. They're minus 140. That's probably what I lean on. I can't really take uh, the over-under here just because we don't know what West Ham are going to look like. You you got the Tottenham success scoring, but uh, this could be, you know, a 2-0. And then, like, if you take over two and a half goals, then it's like, okay, well, there goes my money. So uh, you got any other thoughts on that one? Um, just looking at some of the goal, the anytime goal scoring odds, you do get plus odds on Harry Kane at plus one hundred five. Uh, Hungman's son is uh, one twenty, and then Kulishevsky is plus two thirty. So I mean, the guy's been involved in their attack, but he's been more laying off assists than scoring. But if I was going to go anything, I mean, Harry Kane plus odds is, seems like a decent bet. Yeah, that bet is actually a dagger because. Uh, I did same game parlay. I think it was the Tottenham <laughs> against Everton match. I did. I, I, it was over three and a half goals. It was Kane to score and Kulishevsky to score and probably something else in there. Everything hit. Uh, and Kulishevsky had like two assists, but uh, he didn't score. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not taking him so. to score. Yeah, I'm not taking him to score any anymore. Uh, I saw some shots in goal, so I was like, okay, maybe he's going to get one. But, like, I watched all that match, and it just uh, 
he he preferred to pass it basically when he was in the box or whenever he's on the wing or something he he usually preferred to pass it he didn't care to take the shot himself so i think that is a reason not to bet kulishevsky to score so uh yeah, you know fair. that's a it's a small sample size but that's just what i saw in in that specific match but yeah i mean Kerry Kane, on the other hand, has been in fuego. Like the guy's mm-hmm. got seven goals in the past six matches, goals in four straight, plus an assist. So, I mean, I'd lean on that. He's obviously probably not not going to catch up to Mo Salah, but after the slow start that he had to begin the season, Kane is has a really caught fire. Yeah, I do like the the plus one hundred five in this game though. Like if anyone's a scorer, like Kane, I like Tottenham to win. Might as well get Kane to score at plus odds. Uh, so that one kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But just uh, as you can see, the FA Cup odds are scrolling on the bottom here. Uh, I'll give you time to, I don't know if you have the odds pulled up, but just looking through some things, I kind of like Crystal Palace to win against yeah. Everton. Again, Everton play today against Newcastle, so another short turnaround. But you can get, so this is going to be, obviously, this is FA Cup, so this will be 90 minutes, Crystal Palace to win, plus 110. Not sure what Everton are going to look like today. Not sure what they're going to look like on Sunday. I think taking Crystal Palace at home is a pretty reasonable spot if you can get plus odds on them. So I kind of like that one. And I probably lean on under goals in this Middlesbrough-Chelsea match. I believe it's plus odds. So I'm looking under two and a half goals is plus two and a half. And, I mean, you can look through Middlesbrough's uh, schedule. Like the, the way they've got here is just by – you know, playing defensively. Yeah. yeah, like they beat Tottenham. They needed extra time for it. Uh, got the goal in the 107th minute, 1-1-0. One, one, Manchester United, that one went to PKs. It was 1-1. One, one. So I kind of think, uh, you know, go with already the way that Chelsea play. Maybe, you know, maybe Chelsea are in form, which is, which is kind of the worrying part in that. Like Kai Havertz is really going right now. But I do like the under in that just because I think Millsborough probably – just take that defensive approach and we've seen a lot of times that Chelsea sometimes they just can't break through certain teams so under two and a half right there is a good spot you have any thoughts on the FA Cup though yeah I guess question for you are any of you know we always we talk about the magic of the cup you know, the FA Cup are, are any of these underdogs primed for an upset so Southampton are playing pretty bad right now. I'm going to say no yeah. on them, and I'm not going to, and definitely no against the on Liverpool here. So I mean Everton, <laughs> I'd say if anything, it's like Middlesbrough, which is just kind of what the odds show. They're plus five fifty, but that's to win in in ninety minutes. Like if you want them to advance, it is plus three sixty. So even then, it's not like the greatest odds because Chelsea are playing well. Uh, then again, we just we just mentioned uh, is this match Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, this one's actually Saturday. So like Chelsea were at Lille Wednesday or Tuesday. I can't remember anymore. Everything's mixing up. That, was, they, uh, that was yesterday. Okay, yeah. So Chelsea, they were just in France. You know, we're just talking about Leicester in France. We got to take that into account. With Chelsea and like Lukaku hasn't started for a while, and I think this is a spot where Lukaku starts and. It seems like a lot of the Lukaku matches they just struggle in. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of where I'd look. Uh, I mean, plus 360 isn't the best for Middlesbrough to advance, but that's probably what I'd look at. Interesting. At least for an underdog. Because they are at home too. So 
I mean, granted, yeah, so is Southampton and Nottingham Forest, but it's not Man City and, and Liverpool, so. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's kind of the one that I looked at, too. I mean, going to be tough for any of those underdogs uh, to kind of get past it. But, uh, yeah, Kai Havertz at plus 125, anytime goal scoring. Um, that's, he's got the best odds for Chelsea. Uh, and then other than that, we Liverpool, they're getting two – most solid at minus 140, Diego Jota at minus 120. And then you get into Firmino has better odds than Mane. So uh, plus 115 and plus 120. <laughs> I would go Mane here if you had to, if you had to select anyone against. Um, yeah, you Forest. would. That's the bet. Ad- Adams is Rex put me on this one, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Sadio Mane stand. So we're, uh, we're going to just, we're going to stick with that, I think. There you go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. So best bets. Uh, I, I'm i just – we don't have to talk about the past, okay? But I'm no, going to ride – I'm going to keep riding. Uh, I should have worn an Aston Villa kit. Man. I'm keep. I'm still riding Aston Villa until I could lose my next ten bets here. That I'm just gonna say that's in play, but I'm taking Aston Villa again. They're home. We haven't talked about this match, but they're home against Arsenal. They are plus two hundred to win. Arsenal are plus one thirty five. I don't think Aston Villa should be an underdog. Uh, Lucas Dina is out. Douglas Luis is questionable after getting gashed in his face, so they have some injuries, but. Arsenal played Wednesday. Uh, Mikel Arteta openly complained about the schedule. Uh, yeah. For you know, for unclear reasons, it's not like they're playing in in UEFA or anything like that. So no. uh, Arteta just just coming out and complaining about the that, schedule. That was, that was so funny. Like, I mean, I that's like a EPL manager's favorite thing to to rag on. Besides the officiating, that and even then they get fined if they go too far, but. After the match, Arteta was complaining about the schedule, and then Jurgen Klopp was like, "Yeah, you know, we've had to play uh, 13 games in, since we last played Arsenal, seven. So they played six more matches than Arsenal has in that time. And then Arteta hops on a mic, is like, "Hey, I hate it. Are the schedules you know, crap? Like, <laughs> it's like you played six less games and you got beat. So. It, it, uh, clearly, he was upset after losing. <laughs> yeah. The thing with Arsenal is when when they're healthy, uh, he. Arteta doesn't change his starting eleven. No, even though like no. Smith Rowe is in there, basically Smith Rowe is is all he's coming off the bench for for Martinelli there. And you know when everyone's healthy, I guess right now you got Cedric in there at right back instead of Tomiyasu. But 
he doesn't really switch up his lineup. Like this has pretty much been what he's done all season. And to complain about the schedule is is interesting. Um, yeah. So even though like Villa have injuries, I'm not too worried about it. But getting back to the best bet here, I got plus 115 on the draw no bet. Uh, they killed me last week. You know, I keep saying that they killed me, but uh, I'm just going to keep saying that. Uh, Villa, I had I had the same bet on Villa last week. They lost against the Armalenko and company, but I still think they're playing well. They're they're playing well than early in the season, and they're at home. I, I just don't know why they're underdogs in this spot. Their last home match, they beat Southampton 4-0. I don't want to look uh, beyond that because they have some losses before that, but Arsenal are playing well. But short week, coaches complaining about schedule. I, I feel comfortable betting against them, and I think this is more – I just think that you're getting an advantage on the odds. I think this should be even odds. I think it should be like plus 160, plus 160 for both teams. But you're getting money here with Villa draw no bet at, at plus 115. So I'll, I'll take that. Arsenal, they've won, won like what, nine of their last 12 matches in the Premier League, you know, riding a pretty hot hand. That uh, doesn't scare you at all? No. Do you want to run through some of these wins? Fearless. He's <laughs> all right. They beat they beat Watford three two. Got the uh, got a, a Wolves win one nil, which was you know kind of a slow match. Then you got some non league games. They won at Norwich, won against Leeds, and then before that, I'm just speaking away matches. They lost at Everton, lost at Manchester United, lost at Liverpool. A lot of those wins are at home. They have a great home record, which is uh, I kind of thought they were going to put up more of a fight yesterday against Liverpool, but uh, I'm not as sold I mean, on them away from home. I'll say that. They did put up a pretty good fight. Like They could have easily been up in the first half, and then in the second half, it was just kind of felt like inevitable. But uh, uh, Sorry, I meant Liverpool fight play. on the scoreboard, not just uh, just not just like playing well and not scoring. That's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Touche, Adam. Touche. Um, anyways, I'm going to get into my best bet. Uh, this one I don't feel super confident. I'm, I'm on a little bit of a cold streak right now, but uh, better time than ever. No no time better than now to uh, to get get hot here. Um, you know, I was looking at the odds. I always love the double chance because it gives you a good uh, good chance, to, you know, whether you're going to draw or win. You can take, you know, two of the three options on, on a team here. And, uh yeah, we've, we, I talked about how West uh, Tottenham is a bit of a yo-yo in their form, um, including all of the matches they played, like the FA Cup and the Premier League. Um, but, yeah, they, they've won one, lost one for the past, what is it, like seven or so matches. West Ham are above Tottenham in the table. This is a pretty big game in terms of uh, – I don't think either of these teams are going to get in the, into the Europa League, but uh, I think, uh, you know – that that's their target right now, and uh, in order to do so, one of them is going to need to win here, and I think that might could be West Ham. And even if they don't win, you come away with a draw. You're going to get the double chance odds at plus one twenty, um, and uh, I just I just like what they're doing. It's going to be interesting to see whether they do have Cresswell or Antonio. I'll feel a lot less confident if they don't have Antonio up front as he's their goal scorer, but I think. Uh, I'm just going to go with West Ham here just because I have no idea what we're going to get out of Tottenham this weekend. Okay, since I have Tottenham on the money line, I have to ask you, you you said Tottenham are a yo-yo, but you're comfortable with West Ham not being a yo-yo because they're losing every away match? I'm just confident in the plus 120 odds. You get a draw or a win. I mean, <laughs> you're coming away with money here, whereas like 
do I want to bet on a Tottenham side who are Hold just, up. You're taking the draw no bet. You get your money back. I'm taking du- double chance. Oh, you're taking double chance. Double right, chance right, plus right, 120. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All so right, never mind. You're right, you're right. The, the, uh, you get the two opportunities there. So, I mean, West Ham are what they're sitting on. I guess I have to look here, but they're fifth or I want to say fifth. Sixth, yeah, they're sorry, they're two points Manchester. Yep. Yeah, and just sixth based on goal differential here. They're um, level with Tottenham. With Tottenham. They're, they're above Tottenham on goal differential, but uh, behind on, one on, match. Yeah, but uh, so <laughs> that's where I'm at here. This is a big, big scrap for um, Europa Conference League. Yeah, we got four matches to pick here. I just want to read off Sevilla's last. A few away matches. 1-0 at Sevilla, 1-0 at Liverpool, 3-1 at Southampton, 2-2 at Leicester. They needed uh yeah, they needed extra time to win at Kidderminster Harriers. I believe that was like they're in like the fifth division. And then before that they lost 1-0 at Manchester United. Okay. <laughs> so there's the bet. Uh Chris has taken double chance on West Ham. What was that? Plus 120 odds or something? Yes, correct. Okay, plus one twenty. I am sticking. I'm riding and dying with Aston Villa. Draw no bet. That's plus one fifteen. They're home against Arsenal. You know, I've been I've been on Arsenal all season, but now now I'm against them. So we'll see what here we are. Here we are. But that was game week thirty. We got an international break coming up, so we might be back with some future talk. We might be. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but. If you like betting, make sure to check out Roto Wire Sports on Twitter. We'll have a lot of college basketball stuff over there throughout the next week. Chris, in the meantime, is hitting the slopes. He's going skiing in his in his Borussia Dortmund uh, kit. He'll definitely be out there. He'll look like a big yellow, I don't know, yellow blob up on the slopes. It's zooming me. along like. I don't know, like the flash or something on the slopes with that yellow going. I don't know, something like that. Definitely not going to wear a jacket over this in, in the snow. You know, just going <laughs> to wear a quarter zip in the snow, likely. So that's the smart play. I assume it's going to be sunny. I mean, if the sun's out, it's 50 degrees in the mountain, right? Uh, I think we're looking at below zero. I mean, it's, it's at <laughs> elevation. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry to disappoint, but I will right. likely have the sun at some point. All right, Chris, thanks for joining me. Again, make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to like the video on YouTube, podcast, whatever. We'll be back. Chris, enjoy your weekend and start your your Thursday off. Get some more coffee in you. Uh, But anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And thanks for joining me, Chris. At C-H-R-O and 8 on Twitter, I am at Roto's a Dry. Got to put that in there as well. Thanks, Adam. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.